The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is The Chris Salcedo Show. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, You know, on March 2nd of this year, Dr. Benjamin Carson was sworn in as the 17th Secretary of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. For nearly 30 years, Secretary Carson served as Director of Pediatric Neurosurgery at John Hopkins Children's Center. He was a presidential candidate in the 2016 cycle, and it's a pleasure to welcome back Dr. Benjamin Carson to the Chris Salcedo Show. Sir, uh, I'm glad you're here with us today. Good to be with you again. You were traveling with the president yesterday. You saw firsthand the devastation in South Texas. I, I know you to be a man of God and a man of great empathy. Give us your unvarnished reaction, sir. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to even imagine what people are going through because, you know, not only is it a matter of your safety, you look at how deep that water is in some places coming up to the roofs, but also when you think about the emotional loss, not only of your home that you've worked for so hard, and in many of those cases, people did not have flood insurance, uh, but, but also you think about your treasured possessions and family heirlooms that are lost. Those things are irreplaceable. There's no monetary. Uh, so, you know, when we think about people in those kinds of situations, um, you know, our hearts go out to them. But here was the good thing. And this is what what is encouraging about the people in Texas. The first responders were largely neighbors and people who were not government officials who were coming in and sometimes at risk to themselves. And they were helping to save people. And they weren't asking them whether they were Democrats or Republicans. They were just saying, here's my fellow American, and they're in need. If only we could, uh, if we could bottle that, and we could that all the time. What a difference it would make. I, I'm glad, Dr. Carson, Secretary Carson, you you pointed that out because we saw blacks rescuing whites, white rescuing blacks, Hispanics yes. uh, rescuing everybody. It was it was a it was a demonstration of what America truly is, in my view, not the distortion we're seeing through much of the press now. What will HUD's role, I know that there are still a lot of areas that are deeply impacted today from continued rain, continued flooding, and there's still very much rescue and recovery efforts going on. But if we can dare to peek ahead at the rebuilding efforts, what will HUD's role be in those recovery efforts in the vast area? And this is is a, I I don't know the stats on this uh, exactly, but it seems to be to me to be one of the more historically large areas impacted by a natural disaster. What do you um, what What do you foresee as HUD's role? Well, well, first of all, uh, a lot of times when people think of HUD's role, they think only of the recovery phase. But we're already involved uh, in the early phases by um, you know el- eliminating or forestalling uh, foreclosure proceedings. Uh, by providing mortgage insurance and rehabilitation insurance and Section 108 loans. Um, All of these things are happening right now. But in the long run, obviously, we're very concerned about the people uh, who are supported uh, through HUD programs. And many of the most vulnerable people, a lot of the elderly, a lot of the disabled, and making sure that we know where those people are uh, what's being done for them in terms of shelters, in terms of transition housing, and in terms of permanent housing. And, of course, in the long run, it's going to be restoring uh, people who have lost their homes. 
Um, as you probably know, you know, a large percentage of Americans have homes uh, because of FHA-backed mortgage. And, uh, you know, those people are going to need help. Uh, they need, uh, you know, technical help in terms of how to restore those homes, in terms of how to replace those homes. So we're going to be involved in this for years to come until we can reach that, that place of restoration. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development Secretary, Dr. Benjamin Carson, our guest right now on the Chris Salcedo Show. And Dr. Carson, you brought up the fact earlier in the interview that that a lot of these people, I heard the figure as high as 80 percent did not have flood insurance. What programs are available for them to take advantage of inside of the government? Well, of course, uh, the initial response is going to be through FEMA. And, of course, there would be a possibility of very low-interest loans uh, through the Small Business Administration. And then, of course, uh, there are our programs through CDBG, uh, Disaster Relief, uh, as well as our traditional programs. So, but there are also a number of state and local uh, agencies and programs, and I would encourage people... Uh, to go to uh, disaster.gov, uh, which uh, provides multiple uh, avenues for help. Yeah, we'll have to get that word out over and over and over again because a lot of the folks affected by uh, the, the, the storm Harvey don't even have power or even Internet access. As a matter of fact, where we our understanding is a lot of these folks are communicating with the outside world using social media with whatever battery life they have left on their on their devices. Uh, the president made uh, a disaster declaration, and this opened up a whole bunch of avenues for HUD, uh, for example, to provide mortgage and for, foreclosure relief. What other assistance programs can HUD offer in the, the short term, medium and then long term? Uh, well, we're, we're also uh, helping the states and the local government uh, to be able to reallocate uh, a lot of the federal resources toward disaster relief. That has been a huge problem in the past, and there was so much red tape involved that it was essentially like not having that aid. That's happening right now at this moment. And uh, we have programs to help people uh, with their rents. We have uh, voucher programs. Uh, as you may remember, during uh, Katrina, we were able to offer uh, vouchers that people could then take to hotels and to be able to uh, reside there for a period of time. We're looking at new and innovative ways to use that concept and perhaps uh, get people to be able to reside in individual homes. It's particularly important in small areas that that don't have much in the way of hotel uh, accommodations. Uh, and But there are plenty of people there who have homes with two or three extra bedrooms and uh, could benefit from some extra cash as well. So, you know, we're looking at all of these possibilities uh, and, and novel ways of taking care of this problem, but the problem will be solved. Dr. Carson, one last thing. I'm, I'm going to ask you to dip into your, your medical experience if I can. Once the, the floodwaters start to recede and after the storm is completely out of the area, health concerns that, that folks should be on the lookout for after, after inundation like this from this much water? 
Well, initially, we're going to have a, a gigantic mosquito problem. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the big problem is going to be mold because that's what water does. That's the long-term effect of water damage. And sometimes it's not even seen. And if you have unscrupulous, uh, you know, rehab people come in and just cover it over and paint over it, uh, that does not solve the, the, the mold problem. And uh, that have long, long-term effects. So people need to be aware of that. They need to be asking questions when somebody comes in and starts rehabbing their house. They need to actually see what it is so they can understand what's going on. Dr. Benjamin Carson, folks, he is the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. It has been a pleasure to talk with you once again, sir. And if anything comes up, come back to the Chris Salcedo Show, and we'll do our best to get the word out, sir. Thank you for being here. I look forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye.